Welcome, cookbook friend, to the Cookbook Divas podcast. I'm Carrie, and I'm here with my co-host, Katie. And today we're bringing you all the newest cookbooks coming out the final week in September 2021. And there's some really fun ones this week. Yeah, it's going to be a really great month in cookbook land. The first cookbook on my list is Cocoa Bombs, over 40 make-at-home recipes for explosively fun hot chocolate drinks. This is by Eric Torres Garcia. And I didn't know the existence of Cocoa Bombs until last year, and then I still didn't make my own. I love what the how the author describes them. She call or he calls them the piñata in your cup. <laughs> <laughs> so the book tells you how to prepare the molds, melt and temper the chocolate, fill the cocoa bombs with surprises like candies or warming spices. You could even use booze in these, I think. Uh, I can't believe I didn't think of that. I totally will put booze in my hot cocoa bomb. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Maybe not in the ones for the kids. Okay. Yeah. So, and they also do a step-by-step photo illustration to show you how to seal the half shells together, which I know I would personally have a problem with. So this is a really awesome cookbook with a lot of ideas. I can't believe they have 40. So this is Cocoa Bombs, over 40 make-at-home recipes for explosively fun hot chocolate drinks by Eric Torres Garcia. I'm heading to the store and getting some whiskey. Anyway. I know, right? (laughs) My first cookbook this week is The Date Night Cookbook by Ned Fulmer and Ariel Fulmer. Ned is one of the try guys, and I've, I apologize, I've never heard of them before, but apparently oh, yeah. they try lots of risky things for YouTube videos. I don't know, like swimming with sharks or whatever. So yeah. Ned and his wife came together to make this cookbook, and they organized it by relationship stage, which is a cute way to do your chapters. Oh, yeah. They started from single and dating, and then they move on to meeting the parents, which is always stressful. Yes. And then finally, long-term commitment. So there are recipes for simple night-in staples like third-date pizza or Netflix and chili. (laughs) (laughs) And they share Ariel's favorite lemon salmon piccata and Ned's chocolate souffle. So my boyfriend and I have a date night every Friday, but since it's a work day, I can't really say I cook anything special. And we're not eating at indoor restaurants right now. So if the weather's good, we'll go out to a restaurant with an outdoor patio But as the weather's getting worse, we're going to have more date nights, so I need to suck it up and cook more. Do you and your hubby have a date night tradition? We try to, and we're not very good about it. We just get so busy, and then we end up being productive. Like, I say productive, like, we work. (laughs) So we need to really prioritize that. I think it's really awesome that you guys do it, though. We try. So this cookbook is the Date Night Cookbook by Ned Fulmer and Ariel Fulmer. My next cookbook I'm pretty excited about. It's called Divine Your Dinner, a cookbook for using tarot as your guide to magical meals. This is by Courtney McBroom. That's the perfect last name for a witchy author. She she had to have done this on purpose. And the other author is Melinda Lee Holm. So this is perfect for autumn. Melinda Lee Holm is a priestess and Courtney McBroom is actually a chef and they conjure up feasts. Mm. There are 78 recipes in this cookbook that interpret a specific tarot card and its energy. So what you do is you'll pull a card. You can do it at random or with intent or because you can't think of anything to cook that night. (laughs) Um, You flip to the card's corresponding recipe and you'll find all the ingredients to infuse your meals with spiritual energy from the tarot. 
So there's an introduction on how to use the tarot, a chapter on stocking your magical pantry, spells section near the end of the book, which is kind of nice if you're not into that kind of thing. And then uh, some of the recipes inside include the moon's pumpkin cornbread, Mm. the empress's a rose is a rosé punch. We also have ancho chili brownies. Yum. There's a spinach artichoke roulade, bergamot baked rice with citrus and honey, Mm. and giant bami with garlicky turmeric aioli. Wow, there's a lot. That sounds good. Yeah. I always seem to get the high priestess card when people do tarot readings for me. There's clearly some message that I need to learn in my life. (laughs) So I peeked at the recipe corresponding to the high priestess card because if I use this cookbook for dinner, I'm probably going to get it. And I'm super excited that it's a pomegranate julep. (laughs) Yum. Of course it is. (laughs) So I'll pull the card and be like, oh, darn, the the tarot, the universe wants me to drink a pomegranate julep. Oh, no. Well, that's awesome. So this cookbook is Divine Your Dinner, a cookbook for using tarot as your guide to magical meals. This is by Courtney McBroom and Melinda Lee Holm. My next cookbook is a super fun one. It's called the Edible Crafts Kids Cookbook. It's for ages four to eight. And it's 25 Fun Projects to Make and Eat by Charity Matthews. As a little kid, I remember loving making edible dough Christmas ornaments. They looked horrible. And now that I recall, they kind of tasted like paste. They're just salt and flour. But I still ate them. I nibbled them off the tree. But it was super fun. And I would totally have gotten a kick out of this cookbook as a kid. Inside, there's 25 fun projects such as Monster Veggie Cups. Flower Garden Graham Crackers, Over the Rainbow Cereal Necklaces, Marshmallow Flower Pudding Pots, Ollie Ollie Octopus Biscuits, Pop Art Apple Nachos, that sounds healthy, Yeah, and Edible Prehistoric Dino Eggs. The one I got a kick out of is the Animal Crackers at the Zoo. So you'll like set up a little table with animal crackers walking around on green, quote unquote, grassy crackers. And you can make a fence with pretzels and grapes. I actually remember doing that as as a kid. It's perfect. So this is really cute. (laughs) That's the Edible Crafts Kids Cookbook by Charity Matthews. Next up, it's pie season. And I don't at all mind looking at yet another pie cookbook. Yay, pie. This one is the Essential Pie Cookbook. 50 Sweet and Savory Recipes by Sarah Klein. Hmm. I actually prefer savory pies to sweet, so I'm excited for this one. Really? Okay. It starts off with Pie Baking 101, for those of you who need that extra intro. And then it moves into crusts, and they encourage us to avoid store-bought dough, which I'm super lazy and I often use it. But they present six simple crust recipes, including, Katie, a gluten-free crust. Ooh. A cornmeal crust, which technically is also gluten-free, I, I would think, think so. If they yeah. don't mix flour in it. And a cocoa crust. Yum. I almost made a joke about cuckoo for cocoa crust, but I'm not going to. <laughs> oh, too late. I just did. Yep. It offers step-by-step photos for making lattice crusts or the toppings. Some of the recipes include a chicken pot pie that would make my boyfriend so happy if I would make it for him on date night. I better do it. Yeah. A tomato tart with burrata, a spinach and Swiss cheese quiche, a day after Thanksgiving turkey pot pie. I love that idea because you you don't want to eat turkey too many days in a row. So if you mix it up into a pot pie, it's different, right? Yeah, it's great. There's a banana cream pie, dark chocolate pecan pie, raspberry peach streusel pie. Oh, and God. here is something I have to make for my boyfriend, beer cheese hand pies. Mm, yeah. So that is 
the Essential Pie Cookbook, and I'm sorry that I did two cookbooks in a row, but the publishing schedule is crazy, and all of our lists of cookbooks get messed up because the cookbooks get delayed. Yeah, that's true. It is. <laughs> I'm really excited for this next cookbook, speaking of baking, because this is the How to Bake Anything Gluten-Free Cookbook by Becky Excel. I actually have her previous cookbook, the How to Make Anything Gluten-Free Cookbook, and I'm definitely going to be doing a video cookbook review over on YouTube of this cookbook when I get my hands on it. This is perfect for baking season. There's actually a hundred recipes in here for everything from cookies to cakes, donuts to donuts. Oh my goodness. Mm, to donuts. desserts. Mm. Oh my God. I haven't had a gluten-free donut ever. I haven't had a donut in forever. Oh, oh I know. <laughs> There's bread to festive bakes and there's recipes like cornish pasties banana upside down cake a coconut and lime drizzle loaf cake there's a beautiful rainbow cake that's even on the cover that is super amazing and there's a salted caramel cake a lemon meringue pie and i'm really excited because there's even a separate chapter for gluten-free christmas baking oh christmas yeah it's super (laughs) nice all the cookies and stuff so now we can participate all of us gluten-free people so that's how to bake anything gluten-free by becky xl my next cookbook might help with a little problem i'm developing i'm beginning to be sort of a not a food hoarder per se but i i would call myself a food prepper the pandemic kind of made me nutty about food so i always have lots of it in the house <laughs> but i'm not wasting it like we're eating we're checking the labels and the expiration dates and using up the oldest stuff first before we replace it it's but i have a pantry that's full of really interesting foods but i'm not sure what to do with them so the next book is the modern larder from anchovies to yuzu a guide to artful and attainable home cooking by michelle mckenzie they ask do you have a kitchen full of jars and pastes and flowers you want to use more from capers creme fraiche and fish sauce to date syrup labney preserved lemon and more and yes i have preserved lemon and i never use it <laughs> michelle mckenzie offers a fresh perspective on magical pantry items that are often overlooked by home cooks named carrie um <laughs> She offers 58 ingredient profiles and more than 260 recipes and variations featuring those pantry ingredients. I am going for it. That is The Modern Larder from Anchovies to Yuzu by Michelle McKenzie. Next up is the Quick Fix Kitchen, Easy Recipes and Time-Saving Tips for a Healthier, Stress-Free Life, a Cookbook. This is by Tia Mowry. So, Tia Mowry is the star of the digital series Quick Fix. I actually think she was in the Tia and Tamara. Uh, she was in some other show when I was a kid, so this is pretty awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, in this new cookbook, she will save us time and energy with mealtime hacks, tips to bring joy and balance to your kitchen, and 65 easy, delicious, and healthy recipes the entire family will love. Inside, you'll find healthy food swaps pantry organizational hacks, food shopping tips, which I actually need. I way over shop. Uh, meal As plans. <laughs> we have You're not problems. alone. I know. <laughs> uh, we have. There's 65 easy, awesome recipes in here. There's also advice on understanding flavor affinities. That seems a little unique for cookbooks, so that's mm-hmm. cool. They have balancing wholesome and indulgent meals, incorporating the kids, and managing your time. 
wow, there's a lot of things you're going to learn in this cookbook. There's just a lot of cool things in here for families, especially, that will be very useful. I'm most looking forward to her chapter on one pot and sheet pan wonders because, yeah. yeah, easy, easy, easy. So awesome. So this is the Quick Fix Kitchen, Easy Recipes and Time Saving Tips for a Healthier, Stress Free Life, a cookbook by Tia Mowry. My next cookbook is perfect for me and my boyfriend now that we're soon not going to be going to, I mean, we're not going to indoor restaurants and it's getting too cold to be outdoors. Yeah. It's Seattle here, so it's just too rainy. I'm going to check out the stay-at-home chef slow cooker cookbook, 120 restaurant quality recipes you can easily make at home by Rachel Farnsworth. Maybe that'll make me feel better about not being able to go to restaurants. Mm. (laughs) She presents recipes for breakfast, sides, soups, and stews sandwiches, dips and snacks and desserts, and entree recipes for beef, chicken, pork, pasta, grains, and beans. So she offers simple tips for using your slow cooker, storing your meals safely, I need to revisit that part, and troubleshooting common slow cooking problems. She offers loads of variations that'll help you mix and match recipes to suit your family's tastes. And I actually cook with two slow cookers because I'm vegetarian, so I do the vegetarian meal in one and Bob's meat meal in the other. You're really nice. That's so much work. (laughs) I'm most looking forward to the stews and chilies chapter. And you can imagine how carefully I label the leftover stew and chili in the fridge. Here's the vegetarian one. And then I have like a poison symbol on the beef. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm actually surprised that this cookbook has a bread chapter. You can bake bread in a slow cooker. Oh my. You know what? I don't. I'm so confused. But Me too. I wonder if, I mean, I can see it being used as a way to let the bread rise like a warm area, but cooking the whole thing, I don't know. That's interesting. Maybe you're prepping the dough, but not, I don't know. Yeah, weird. So that is the Stay at Home Chef Slow Cooker Cookbook by Rachel Farnsworth. This next cookbook is interesting, and we did a blog post about this not too long ago. It's the Tiny Kitchen Cookbook, Strategies and Recipes for Creating Amazing Meals in Small Spaces. This is by Annie Mall, and I think this is really useful for a lot of people. A lot of people are living in smaller and smaller places, and there's limited space in our kitchen not a lot of us have the luxury of having a, lo- a massive kitchen. So cooking in a small kitchen with minimal equipment seems like it is really difficult, but it doesn't have to be. So it's actually a great opportunity to hone food prep skills and become more efficient and versatile. So in this cookbook, you will find ways to work smarter in the workspace, and you'll find out how easy it is to cook in tiny little spaces. And actually, Annie, she was somebody that cooked in small spaces herself. So she's actually provided 50 of her favorite recipes that she's developed as a chef in her own tiny little kitchen. So it's really cute and awesome. And she's been able to create meals for people that are, you know, up to 30 people in her house with this tiny kitchen. It's just kind of amazing. I think she was cooking in a in a, in a tiny boat, too, for 30 yeah. people in a boat galley kitchen. I can't even imagine that. No. No way. That that makes me crazy. Right? (laughs) I can't do it. So some of the recipes you'll find are sweet corn and jalapeno pancakes or pan-roasted honey pears with oatmeal. You'll find one bowl salads and mains, stovetop meals such as pan-fried red snapper with fresh peas, shiitake, and asparagus with dill. Dishes can be prepared in the toaster oven for cooks without an oven. There's 
recipes that would go with that, such as cheese stuffed meatballs with fresh tomato sauce and fettuccine. Yummy. And they even make, uh, she's even provided a whole chapter that does desserts in a mug that you can prepare way ahead of time. Every recipe is really good, and it's totally attainable in a kitchen with as little as six square feet of counter space. So this is really cool. So that is the Tiny Kitchen Cookbook, Strategies and Recipes for Creating Amazing Meals in Small Spaces by Annie Moll or Molly. My last cookbook recommendation is Trisha's Kitchen, Easy Comfort Food for Friends and Family by Trisha Yearwood, the country music star and Food Network star. And I just watched her on the Today Show this morning. Oh. But I was really distracted because she was using a aqua or teal colored KitchenAid stand mixer. Oh, and God. I was like, why did I get mine red back in the day? I know that teal is my favorite color. What was I doing? And so I don't know what she actually made. <laughs> So Trisha Yearwood's fans know that she can cook up a comforting, delicious meal that will feed a family. And like her earlier bestsellers, Trisha's Kitchen will include new family favorites and easy-to-make comfort foods. Yes! Yes. And she includes stories about her family and what's really important in life. I would skip that part because I don't really know who she is. <clears throat> the 125 recipes include dishes her beloved mother used to make, plus new recipes like pasta pizza snack mix and Garth's teriyaki bowl, referring to her husband, Garth Brooks. Every recipe tells a story, whether it's her grandma's million-dollar cupcakes or her camel cake that she made for her nephew's birthday. Oh. And I really appreciate, as I flipped through and saw a lot of beef and chicken and pork recipes, she does include an entire chapter called Veggie Night! Oh, Yay! Cool. Yeah. So that is Trisha's Kitchen, Easy Comfort Food for Friends and Family by Trisha Yearwood. And that's our final cookbook today. Yeah, and that's the final cookbook for all of the new releases coming out for the last week of September 2021. Stay tuned on Fridays for our weekly cookbook roundups and tell your cookbook friends too. For more cookbook content, take a look at our website at cookbookdivas.com. Not only that, come join us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest at Cookbook Divas. Thank you guys so much for listening and have a great rest of your week. <laughs>